It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. And we're back. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella, and with me today, ready to talk some football, is the main man, Nick Mimi. What's up, dude? How are you? What's up, bro? What's going on? I don't know, man. Long day, long day, a lot going on. Yeah. Rookie drafts starting today. Absolutely. Watching some more people get into the Scott Fishbowl today. A lot oh, going awesome. on. It's awesome to see it. Community's growing. We're definitely getting into a full-blown football mode now. It, 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 it's it's right there. Where it, it's in our face. I'm I'm doing three rookie drafts. I think you only have one going, right? Yeah, I'm just doing the one. But you have like 400,000 picks. Yeah, I just and missed, I, have, I have like two. <laughs> yeah, I sold I sold a bunch of players. Missed the playoffs by what five ten points I think it was last season. So I just sold off a couple guys and I've been picking nonstop in the last few you know a few picks here. Yeah, I I'm in I'm in three dynasty leagues myself. Uh, two of them are yeah you know one of them is the one that we do together. Another one the same format super flex tight end premium, and then the other one is just a standard uh, one QB no tight end premium. Um, but um, my biggest theme was trading my first rounders for Travis Kelsey this year. I don't know why he was like just so available. I I did it in two different leagues. I I just traded my first round pick, which all of them were towards the back. I didn't have mm-hmm. my best one was one oh six. Um, I didn't have anything higher than that, and I just trading a first, a second, and like a mediocre player to get Travis Kelsey left and right. Man, I'm like. Loving it, bro. I, I can't I, beat that. I, I have one team with, and they're both of them are, are tight end premium. I have one team with Kelsey and Kittle, and another one with Kelsey and Waller. Oh, oh, oh. and and my one QB, I have, I believe, Kelsey and Goddard. So that's a home run. God help me if Kelsey gets hurt this year. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Pack, pack it in. It's a wrap, pack, bro. Just pack it in. Well, it, if. If that were to happen, if Kelsey gets hurt, then I'll be the guy that's uh, with with the one hundred and one next year in all of these drafts. One hundred and one with Kelsey. Yep, you can't you can't not lose a, not on bad, that. Not, not a bad option. It's a pretty bad option, but you know at least you have something to look forward to if you lose it. Yep. All right, man. We're going to talk a little bit more about our rookie drafts in a little while. I know you're uh, you're on deck right now in one of them. I believe the one that we're doing together. Yeah. So yep. So we'll look forward to that in the in the third round. We're in the mid third round on that. Uh, but let's let's talk about the NFL draft. Let's unpack it a little bit. We didn't really get a chance to get on the air because of our work schedules and whatnot the last couple of days. So uh, you know, really, the, as everybody said, the draft was going to start at number three. Mm-hmm. All right, there weren't too many surprises up top. Uh, but you know, Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. He he's a generally generational quarterback. We're all expecting him to be the 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 goat. Yep. The the next the next Andrew Luck level. But let, let's talk about uh your pick at number two, Zach Wilson. And why don't while, while you're at it, why don't you just break down the whole Jets draft for yourself and and, and take a few minutes because I know you want to take a victory lap on that. You're feeling pretty <laughs> good about it. Every single year, I find myself justifying multiple picks by the Jets. I, I find myself. Oh, uh, Quinn Williams. He's a yeah. Oh, he's a good pick. We should have took line, but he's a nice player. 
This year they but, hit it out of the park. But he's not as good as Ed Oliver. He's not as good as Ed Oliver. <laughs> but this year they hit it out of the park. You took Zach Wilson, which we all knew was coming. And then uh, we had picked 23 originally, and Joe Douglas traded two-thirds, got up to tw- uh, 14, took Elijah Vera Tucker, which I absolutely love. He's the best guard in the draft. Now you're going to have two possible pro bowlers on that left side. Uh, they're comfortable with their center. And um, the right side, some work, but this left side looks awesome. They went in the second round, pick 34 with Elijah Moore. He had a first-round grade on him. Awesome playmaker. He's going to be in the slot. He's Debo 2.0 in this offense. He's going to have the same kind of impact. And then you look at Michael Carter, fourth round. He's going to be my running back probably probably by all said and done. He could be the running back three of this class, rookie class. He's got that much potential because there's no competition. Tevin Coleman can't stay healthy. Um, Perrine doesn't fit in this offense. He actually could be a casualty come uh, cut time. So what are you looking at? I mean, Ty Johnson maybe, but no names. And then the Jets just drafted every cornerback left in the fifth round. <laughs> they they drafted something like four defensive six. backs in a row, right? Six? Six, de- six defensive backs in a row. No, oh, I'm sorry, five. <laughs> five. The last one was a defensive tackle. Wow, that's but amazing. It was all, six defensive picks in a row. That's amazing. All right, all right, man. So Zach Wilson, uh, I think we talked about him last week a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're looking at him as uh, obviously a, a, a QB2 for this year. He He's bench fodder in one QB formats, but super flex. Uh, we haven't seen him get out of the first round yet in, in, no. in rookie drafts, right? No, he's Which first round of the round. Right, rightfully so. And and it's going pretty chalk at this point. He's he's number four, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He's, the, he's the fourth overall. Um. I, you know, I, I, I told you all along, man. I've been saying my my take on the Jets, and again, as a Dolphin fan, I hate the Jets, but <laughs> I, I always root for my buddies' teams when when my team isn't involved. Well, they're always, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and all I said was they should go defense defense after taking the quarterback, fill the trenches and everything. They did go with Elijah Moore, but I, 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 my, my opinion was he was the perfect perfect fit you know he has that like you said that Debo skill mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's like a little you know a, a really poor man's Tyreek Hill type he's got yep. that skill set that he can do a, do a little bit of everything great great after the catch great in open space can do creative things um, and if you're going to have a quarterback who keeps getting compared to Pat Mahomes as far as the improv skills go why not get somebody that has, a, a, you know, I'm not saying he's Tyreek Hill. Don't get me wrong there. But he has a similar type of game and a similar skill set, albeit a little bit, you know, 2.0. But I, I think he's, four, a, I think he's three. the perfect fit, man. I you think he's the perfect three. fit. Yeah, he's I, best. I, I think he's he's got to be the perfect fit there, man. And, and Michael Carter is it, that was fourth round. That's a great value. Um what I love about that, uh, yeah, he's small and everything like that, and he's probably not going to be your uh, your lead back when when you're a, when you're a playoff contending team, which might be next year. Uh, he he's going to carve out a role. He might be their their like you said their best back this year, but if if he doesn't look like he's the dog. Then you just go out and get somebody in the first or second round next year. Yep. And, and he becomes a third down back and he turns into your Darren Sproles. And, you know, Darren Sproles is, you know, pretty much a Hall of Famer. So why not? 
Sounds good, man. I love it. And the, and then all that defensive back, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I didn't really I didn't really study the players, so good I, good luck I, with that. I'm sure I'm sure two of them will work out, right? I, I didn't either, but a lot of them it looks like they're going to do the uh, Swiss Army knife roll, which yep. uh, Robert Sala really thrives with. So if one couple of them work out, I'm good. The rest of them, special teamers, I'm fine with that. We got our four offensive picks. I wanted personally, I wanted more offensive line, but I'm not going to say no to more. That kid's a stud, and I can't wait. To, he's going to be that waiver wire article, like week two, three, four, when he starts getting involved more, and it's going to be he's going to be good. All right. Well, so, let, on, let, on let, you're on the clock. All right. You you look that over, and I'm gonna I'm gonna BS about the Dolphins for a minute. All right. So so they let off with Jalen Waddle. It, it was a little bit of a disappointment to hear at first mm-hmm. because we, you know we had. We had thoughts of uh, Kyle Pitts. We had thoughts of Jamar Chase. We thought these things were going to possibly, possibly uh, happen. It didn't. Penny Sewell was on the board. They passed on him, which was surprising. Um, and then they they took Jalen Waddle, which seemed to be the guy that they wanted all along. Uh, I I think he's the perfect fit for the offense right now because you have Fuller and Parker on the outside. You got Gasecki, who's who's a, a good middle-of-the-field receiver. And Waddle just brings something out of the slot that's a little bit unique, uh, probably the fastest receiver in this year's draft. And he's going to bring the dynamic to to the uh, the offense that we've been looking for for a very long time. He's the guy that Tua wanted. So let's rock, man. I'm ready to go with that. Um, I, I, with their second pick in the first round, they basically got the best uh, pass rusher in – in the draft and Jalen Phillips out of Miami. So filled the need there. There was a little bit of a head scratcher because, you know, we were all, all of us ball watchers were thinking Najee Harris at that point and it didn't happen. ATN didn't happen. Uh, actually running back didn't happen, <laughs> but, but you know, it, it, when you look at the draft as a whole and you look at the team, con, you know, construct afterwards, Phillips was the right fit. It got a little interesting on day two with the second pick because everybody in the world thought that Javante Williams was going to be their guy. And it looked like it, it you know, they were on deck. I don't remember who was on the clock. I think it was Atlanta. We're like, ah, we get through this. We're okay. Yeah. And then Denver trades up in front of them, which was brilliant and, and nabs them. Nobody saw that coming. And the thing is that. The the fan base was acting like we got sniped, but they went up to the podium and, and you know we were talking about it in the first round how these teams were taking the whole time even for Trevor Lawrence taking the whole ten minutes hated it yep Miami made that pick to take Javon Holland in like literally one minute so they knew what they were doing they were not thrown off by Williams being taken I really think that they had Holland. Uh, pinned as as the uh, the guy, and he might actually end up being the best safety in the draft, and he might be the closest thing that they could have possibly come up up with to Minka Fitzpatrick. So we'll see. The guy does everything, like you said, Swiss Army knife. He, he's he's a ball hog. He's all over the field. Great, great, great. Um, you know, prospect. I, I'm I'm excited about him. Uh, then they moved up, and the coolest thing is the, the coolest thing. My wife, who knows very, very little about football, says, "You know what they need? They need one of those big guys from Notre Dame 
to block for Tua because he was always getting beat up. I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. And like literally like a half an hour later, they trade up for Liam Eikenberg, <laughs> the big tackle from Notre Dame. I love it, man. It was perfect. So he's he's a great fit. He should fill out the line uh, very well. Um, later on in the third round, they, they a little bit of a head scratcher, but after you do your homework, you, I'm kind of loving the pick. Hunter Long. Tight end out of BC, another big dude. Uh, he's he's actually might have been. I know this sounds weird if you consider Kyle Pitts to be a a, a receiver more than a tight end. Uh, Hunter Long might be the the best pass catching tight end in this draft over Fryermuth. So there there's a lot of potential there because Gasecki's in his last year of of his uh, contract, as is Durham Smythe. So this guy's got a roll ahead of him. Usually tight ends take a year or two, so maybe they got that in mind that they're like, ah, you know, we're going to... Gusecki's best served as a, as a slot rece- receiver. We just took Waddle, so Gusecki's not going to really fit that role much. Long's a little bit more uh, of a well-rounded tight end. So I, I would kind of look at this guy in the fourth round of a rookie draft as a stash, especially in a premium league, tight end premium. Because he's got he's got the potential to be a a future top twelve, maybe not, definitely not this year, but maybe next year, the year after. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So that yeah, right, you know what? No, I got one more guy on the Dolphins. <laughs> they they drafted the running back out of Cincinnati, Garrett Dokes, and he's basically the the opposite of what they have in Ahmed and Gaskin right now. He's a big bruiser, so there's a potential. Uh, Potential role for this guy, you know, it's obviously seventh round player. You you usually get a little hesitant to get excited about it, especially at the running back position. But we've seen it before where they come out of nowhere. So put this guy on your radar. He, you know, maybe the back end of a of a rookie draft, late fourth round. He's somebody you could take a flyer on if if you have a pretty crappy situation at running back. All right. So that's our cap on the Jets and the Dolphins. Uh, let's let's talk through the rest of the first round and see what we could undress with this, all right? Yeah. Um, Trey Lance was a little bit of a surprise going to San Francisco. Uh, you like the fit there? You think that he's got a chance to play right away or we're going to have to wait a little while on that? No, he's not going to play right away. He's They're going to start Jimmy G right away. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we didn't even see Trey Lance this year. I think, I think he will get in at some point because Jimmy can't stay healthy, but... I think their intention is right now play Jimmy right away and uh, let Trey sit and watch. And the crazy part is if for some reason they redshirt him, it would be two years since he threw a freaking sap at a professional game, which is kind of crazy to me. Wow. Wow. Um, okay, so are you going to, in in your rookie drafts, are you going to take Lance over Fields or Fields oh, first? No. Fields first, 100%. Yeah, the, that, the, that's the rushing ability. Spot. Yeah, they, that that I I think that was the boss move of the draft. Other, mm-hmm. other than Denver coming up to steal Javante Williams, I I feel them trading up to get Fields was now, was the move. Did you see? Um, came out today that the Vikings were prepared to take Justin Fields at fourteen. Wow! I just saw that come out today. They were prepared to take Fields. They apparently told Cousins that we were looking at a quarterback in the first, and the Bears jumped them. Wow. So that Mon pick actually might be uh, pretty good there in those rookie drafts. Wow, that's in, that's good information. And they actually 
Dan, they traded out of that pick to the they Jets, did. right? They did. They probably saw that the guy was gone. So I thought that was the um, I thought that would be the Elijah Barrett Tucker spot. Slater went to the Chargers at 13, and I said right away, all right, well, we're going to lose Tucker here. And then uh, just hope Derek Shaw or Tuck, uh, Jenkins fall in 23. And then, sure as shit, there we are. We fly up and uh, grab Tucker. All right. Well, I was about to say the stupidest thing I've ever said. I was going to say, all right, so this must be a, a damnation on Mac Jones, the fact that they wanted him at, they wanted Fields at 14, right? Mm-hmm. And then he gets sniped from them. And instead of taking Mac Jones at 14, they decided to trade back and take a tackle and wait for Kellen Mond later on. So basically that means that they felt that Mond was a better value to them. But Mac Jones went to the Patriots. So <laughs> I'm I, not gonna I'm not gonna take the Vikings word over Belichick. No, so. <laughs> but I don't I don't like Mac Jones. I think I don't I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of him. I think well, he's gonna be uh, I think he's a decent super flex quarterback, but I think it, this year is not gonna be that great. Apparently in the opening presser he was making a comment joking about, Oh, is it windy here all the time like this? Like, yeah, you're in the northeast. It's gonna snow. <laughs> what, what what do you expect? Have you watched Have you watched a Tuck Rule game? Come on. Yeah, that's not good. No, it's awful. That's that's not good. They, they, but and that's that's funny to hear because all all they've have said is of the quarterbacks that were drafted this year, he was the most cerebral. Like he has the highest IQ and all this and what whatnot. And then he's going to be stupid like that. Did, did you see the the video of him at the club? Like couple days before the draft i did not that's awesome <laughs> I, I my favorite picture of is him uh smoking a cigar yeah that's the best picture to me yep definitely all right so all right i we, we kind of went in a different order than what i planned i wanted to go through the first round but we just ended up talking all quarterback all right so so let, let's let's repack the quarterbacks now yep. so we went we went uh through the first five we're yep. not a big fan of mac jones we're gonna nope. we're gonna basically fade that we have Zach Wilson at four. We're going to put Trey Lance at three, but you might need to wait a year before you really see it and mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot. We got Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence kind of close. Yeah. Right? Well, I, that's I, the, I, well. The thing is, Chicago kind of joked, not joked, but they kind of mentioned the uh, a similar Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes situation. Let you know, let Fields sit for a little bit, but. Fields is going to light it up in training camp. You're going to tell a Chicago Bear fan, hey, we're going to play Andy Dalton over Justin Fields. Good luck with that. <laughs> Yo, let, let me let me, let me me tell you something, man. I, I'm pretty excited about my Tariq Cohen shares now. Mm-hmm. How exciting is that going to mm-hmm. be? He's going to light it up. Yep, I, I love it. Um, all right, so then... Let, let's talk about the rest of the the quarterback landscape after that. Any anybody that uh that really floats your boat at all? I I know you got one that you're a little interested in afterwards. Well, I just took well in our in our dynasty league, I have Tom Brady, so I just took Kyle Trask. Why not secure that Tampa Bay backfield? Uh, yeah, that- the quarterback situation, and then we talked about it earlier. I was um, sitting at two hundred three and two hundred five, and I wanted Elijah Moore. I wanted Michael Carter. They both got sniped in front of me. I'm in agony looking at my phone and my email pops up and I see a trade offer 203 and 205 for Mike Evans. And I smash accept so fast. 
<laughs> I might have broke my you, phone. <laughs> you, you you smashed except so fast that we're not even talking about receivers That's right ex- now. <laughs> and, and you trade. can't wait to talk about that. Yep. <laughs> it was great. All right. All right. So so we like Trask, especially yeah. if you're especially if you're a Brady owner. That's that's the perfect move. Yep. I mean, you you can't do do much worse than that. We already mentioned Mond a little bit. There there's a lot of skills that you know, he he's he he's got the running game. I I I think there there's some special unique tools there. I I'm not sure if it's going to really translate to the NFL. But then, he, what's he going second round in 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 yeah. Superflex? Yeah, yeah, two or three. And then you got to keep in mind too there's two more quarterbacks drafted that I don't think are going to have any value this year unless Watson sits. David Mills for Houston and Ian Brook for the Saints. I have never heard of Ian Brook until the Saints drafted him in what the fourth round. <laughs> but you don't um, know Ian Book? He was the what the Notre Dame quarterback? Notre Dame quarterback. Yeah, yeah man, he's pretty I good. I don't, I don't watch much Notre Dame. I watch Rutgers yeah. football get beat every week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I know that. I know that. But Ian Book is like, I I hate saying this. He's. He, He's a Drew Brees clone, bro. Oh, that's bold. That's bold. I don't mean talent wise. I mean if you look at him, like oh, all right. if Short. if if they're making a movie about Drew Brees, I think Ian Book could play the part. You know, like they're the same size. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that that's really the only comparison. And that might be what what they were thinking with that. Maybe. Uh, that yeah, but. It, it, like you said, it's a it's a reach. The the chance of him being an effective NFL starter is very slim, mm-hmm. very slim. I am a little more interested in Davis Mills though because yeah, yeah. Th- there's a chance, and, and I I really I I, I got to take a victory lap on Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I I don't know. Floor is yours. I I don't know. I I got to take a victory lap. Me me and Clueless Lou, we got a little bet, and it. <laughs> Before before he even played an NFL snap, I bet Lou my five thousand dollars to his five dollars that Deshaun Watson would ne- would never win the Super Bowl, and it was starting to get a little scary. And then it got better, and then it was getting scary again. And then they were talking about trade, and it got scary again. But this guy might not ever play another NFL snap. He might not. That that's very realistic. He has. 20 accusations of sexual harassment against him. Mm-hmm. They're going to do an investigation. There's going to be a trial. There's going to be a suspension. Like, this guy, if he doesn't go to prison, which I don't see how he doesn't, how do you get accused of sexual harassment 20 times and not do it? Like, that doesn't make sense. He he committed a crime somewhere. Yeah, it's not a pretty situation, and... I wouldn't bank on him being the quarterback this year for them. I, I think that's the least of his concerns being quarterback in this year. I, th- I I think it might be two years, and I think it might be his career. That's I why th- this David Mills pickup is uh, it's a nice sneaky flyer. Yep, and third round draft capital. You know that, that that's an investment. So there's a there's a really strong possibility that something might might become of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's move on to. Uh, you want to do wide receiver first or running back? Let's do some running backs. All right, running backs a little bit quicker because there's not as many. So let's start with that. So Najee Harris, I told everybody I think Travis Etienne is the perfect fit for the Steelers. 
The Steelers don't agree with me. They took they took Harris. Their offensive line still sucks. Yep. Uh, but he's going to get the ball. I mean, he's a clear cut bell cow. Yeah. Um, I I I I think he might actually find his way into the first round of redraft. You know, he's this gonna, year. You know, he's yeah. going to get that helium train coming uh, August. Okay, so I, I'm going to put you on the spot here. So you're you are picking eleventh. In a redraft. Okay. Okay. Do you take Najee Harris or Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. And keep in mind, too, the line was injured last year for the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, that, that that's what I'm saying. But that, that's my first reaction, too. But that's not what the talk is. The talk huh. is... Zeke to the the very back of the first or the late second, and people are pushing year. pushing Najee up. I'm hearing people as high as like eight. Oh, no way, no, they can take him. They can I take him. It's like Ceh last year. Yep. They can have him. So, our, I I basically think what we're saying is our take on Najee Harris. If you're in a rookie draft and you have a top top pick, he, he's worth it. I'll he's no worth share. it. I'll have no shares this year. Yeah, I probably won't either. Um, you know, in a dynasty league, you got to figure they're going to have a quarterback change in a, in a year. Um, mm-hmm. What are they going to spend spend the draft capital capital to address the offensive line? We don't know. Uh, who knows where that's going to go? So we we don't know what what long term is there for him. I, I, Travis Etienne, on the other hand, is the one that I, I, I'm more confident than the rest of the industry is. You seem down on it. They drafted I, him as a third down running back. I, I don't know. I, I think that I think that's bullshit. I think that's bullshit. Coach speak. I don't know. Urban Meyer is an idiot. I th- he. he <laughs> I, I read a, a column that said that he liked uh, Tony, and the Giants took Tony. That that was their pick. I don't buy that. A coach isn't going to come out and say, I want Tony over my, my running back. Right. But you got James Robinson, who's a beast. Now you're just going to put ah, – it's a running back controversy. And he's already saying Carlos Hyde is going to be eaten into it too. I don't believe a word they say. You don't spend a first-round pick on a running back that you have to pay first-round money. You have, to, you have to guarantee that fifth year and – Play and not play him over a guy that's making seven hundred thousand dollars a year. You you just don't do it. He's gonna he's gonna be very heavy in the rotation. Nick, don't oh, don't doubt it. me on this. I'm not doubting you it's because just, it just sucks. To see you're him, you're to see you're, you're the you're the proof in the pudding. You're the guy that was pounding the table and I was on him. was on Alvin Kamara more than anybody else I ever knew. Yeah, his rookie year. Mark Ingram was in the way, and you did not care. But see, the problem was, well, Kamara was a mid-round pick. Travis is a first-round pick. Kamara slept all the way to the end of those drafts. And he had two running backs ahead of him, too. He had Adrian Peterson, and he had Mark Ingram. And he still jumped his way to the top. I mean, he still, you could probably look at him as a third-string back, technically. But that first-round grade is going to make him a higher fantasy redraft pick. Yep. So the value is going to be scary in the beginning because it might not pan out right away. Yeah, I, I agree with that definitely. But I, I also agree with the cream rising to the top. And yeah, oh, 100%. A- ATN is one of the most special college backs I, I've seen in a very long time. And I, I think he's going to have an Alvin Kamara-type career. And I don't think James Robinson's going to get it in his way. That's just my opinion. Um, 
I, I, I can't see it being a problem. I, I heard a, a draft with, with a couple of uh, industry insiders. Mm-hmm. ATN, fourth round. James Robinson, seventh round. Redraft. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he's getting disrespected hard. So I, I think a lot of people are starting to uh, starting to come around to the the way I think with with ATN. Well, I, th- I, I think 100 he's going to have that. I think 100 he's going to have value. I don't think it's going to be right away, and I think people are going to draft him higher than he should go just based on the name alone. But I mean, come mid season, I think he's going to be like you just said, cream rises to the top. He's going to be that top guy. It's just James Robinson's going to eat into it a little bit, and right. Hyde's going to stay healthy. Okay, so do you think that? Javante Williams is going to be the best running back out of this draft class for this year from jump. Mm, yeah, probably. I mean, he's got <laughs> Melvin Gordon as his only competition to it. I mean, yeah, it's hard. It's so it's hard to take him over Najee. Or does I mean does he have Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, that's you know. a good point. That's but a good I, point. It's tough. I think Najee is going to be the number one. I, th- I think Javante can make his way up to the number probably two or three. When all okay. said and done, at least before the regular season starts, right? I I mean it, it, I'm a big guy, and I I believe when I see somebody trade up, that means something to me. They want him, and they they wanted this kid. Yep. I mean Mel, Melvin Gordon's a little long in the tooth, you know. He's not exactly mm-hmm. lighting the world on fire the last couple of years no, either. It's no. yeah, you know, did never really turned into what we thought he could be. So, I maybe maybe. I I have a feeling I you know the presence of Melvin Gordon is probably going to keep Javante Williams as like a fifth round pick when he should probably be a second round pick. Yep. So that he might be one of the one of the better values you could get in redraft this year. <sighs> that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about uh, the next running back off the board. Is is your guy? Yeah. We're going into the into the fourth round, right? Well, no, uh, Trey Sermon. Oh, Trey Sermon. Okay, Trey Sermon went to the 49ers. Yeah, Ooh, Sermon to somehow, the 49ers. In your both of our drafts, oh, your your draft and our draft, he was in a, he was a first round pick. Yep. Uh, I don't see it. I, I don't know. I, it, it's mind boggling. I, I yeah. couldn't believe it. he was picking over Jalen Waddle in our league. Yeah, I mean, you 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 could take a look at their offense, and you I mean, could correct look, me if you, I'm wrong. Raheem Mostert's still there, right? I mean, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, yeah. there's still there's still options there. You yeah. know, he and he, he was taking what round three, right? Yeah, mid three, I believe it was. Yeah, so so they did make an investment in him. I, I, he's probably not going to be on my radar for a redraft no. at all. No. I, I I don't I don't think I could invest a first round pick. I even like, like we were talking Wait. about this. Even if you're in a one quarterback league, mm-hmm. I I can't take Trey Sermon and and leave somebody like Justin Fields on on the board. No, I can't can, do how that. Can you do that? I can't do that. And, and in Superflex, I I I don't know. I'd rather just take a wide receiver. There's so many more wide receivers in this yep, draft exactly. class that, than that. So I don't know. All right, so so you got your guy after that with Michael Carr. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, nice little scat back with 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 um, he he's he's already been part of a of a committee. He was mm-hmm. Javante Williams' teammate, so 
he knows how to he, he knows how to get his piece <laughs> with, with with a limited role. I mean, yeah. he's a big big chunk play play guy. You mm-hmm. know, I, I know you love him, man. Talk about him for a minute. What do you think? Yeah, he. Uh, so I wanted him or Gainwell. Those are my one-two running backs. I wanted at that spot. And it sounds like the Jets, if they kept their um, their second, third round pick, they were taking Carter in the third. That's how much they loved him. Um, yeah, he's going to be that. He's on. He's on an every down back. He's not going to be that player. He can have that Alvin Kamara type role. I'm not saying he's Alvin Kamara, but he's going to have. I think by the end of the season, he could be the rookie running back three. I think he really can make that impact. And you get that. I can't even talk about a Jets offense this way. You have a uh, Kyle Shanahan offense, and he's going to get his playing time. Who, who's his competition? Tevin Coleman. He's going to get injured probably, unfortunately. Uh, Perrine doesn't fit in this uh, offense. Ty Johnson, he's showed flashes. Per- Perrine doesn't fit in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he doesn't fit in the Shanahan offense. He's not. I, I, I was reading some of the Jet beat, and they think he's going to be a ca- uh, casualty in, the, uh, in training camp. But I think Michael Carter is going to be a clear path starter every day one. Uh, maybe week one he gets him and Tevin Coleman split. But I think that's your running back duo in New York. Nice. All right. The, the next running back off the board was oh. a little, little bit of a trickery one. Oh, the, Patriot the New England Patriots. Just he just went. Oh, and he, I'm on the he, clock now. He just went and you're on the clock. Yeah. I heard. All right. So R- Ramondre Stevenson – out of Oklahoma, the the Patriots traded up to get him. Yep, and he he was a little bit out of what you know the 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 chalk perspective of the order running backs were supposed to go. Yeah. So I, I, you got to think that there's there, there's something on Belichick's mind, and you got you got to uh, he he hasn't drafted well with, with skill position players. He I hasn't, but I don't trust Bill. when they, when he trades up like that for a running back, you got to think something's there. Something's there, but it's Bill Belichick. I can't trust any running back in that offense. I mean, Jonas Gray, that's my favorite example. I don't trust him at all. Right. James <laughs> White, James White's the only one I trusted and he was consistent. I, I don't I don't trust James White. Yeah, he's getting older. I mean, in a in a PPR, yeah. PPR, but, yeah. Not but standard. We, but we we didn't see that without Brady yet though. So we mm. need to see that. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. He's worth um, a flyer, but not in a re, not in a standard redraft. Nope. All right. Uh, while we're at it, you do you want to do you want to take a take a minute and make your pick or uh, live on the air or eh, no. do it later? Hurt. This is gonna hurt. Yep. All right. So so, but before I'll, we move I'll, to I'll, wide I'll receivers, pick, I'll pick before we get off, I have one right. running back I do want to talk about though. Okay, go ahead. Chuba Chuba. Hubbard. <laughs> I think he's going to be... You the names. I love it, bro. I think he's going to be... We. What was Mike Davis last year when McCaffrey went down? Running back RB, one. Yep. I, I think McCaffrey comes back strong this year. However, he does get injured. Hubbard comes in as that RB1. He's going to be that... He's, he's the perfect handcuff for McCaffrey. If, you have, if you're McCaffrey, uh, you roster him, you need to draft him at some point. He's Mike yeah. Davis this year. And Mike Davis was league winners. He was winning you left and right in the beginning of the season last year. Yeah. So it's definitely something that you have to look at. Well, well, uh, Hubbard had a little bit of a disappointing season at Oklahoma State. There was a little bit of controversy around him too. He had threatened to to sit out the season because some crap with his coach and all that. And I don't want to get into that. Yeah. But but he actually 
was was on the radar as the third guy behind ETN and Najee mm. Harris in the beginning of the season, and it, it just didn't really happen for him. He he just didn't grade out it where, where we expected. So the the pedigree is there. I I don't understand why. The Panthers did this uh, unless they love something about him because doesn't make sense. They, they they had Rodney Smith, they had uh, what's his name, Harry Belafonte too, and mm-hmm. uh, yep, y- you know they they had options for the, for that second back, and they obviously see something there. You know, I I know he has some ties to Matt Rule, so maybe that's what it was, but I I also just don't believe in using a fourth round NFL draft pick on somebody because you you, you know the kid from back in the day. Mm. You know, you just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Only the Dolphins do that. Yeah. So all right. Let's move on to wide receiver then. Uh it's a little little bit of a uh loaded class. You know, it's the, the, on on the top end. There's not that much to say about Jamar Chase. He's he's a star. He ended up in Possibly a great spot, possibly a bad spot. We don't know yet. I mean, he's he he he's with the guy that threw him twenty touchdowns in a season, so I I would think that that's going to work out. You know, I, I if Burrow can stay healthy, if, if Burrow up, can upright, actually upright, yeah, I think exactly. that's a better word. How do you not? How do you look at his? The knee score and say, "Oh, let's take a receiver round one." <laughs> Hello. <laughs> makes no sense to me. That's hey, great. If Burrow's pounding the table, I want my college receiver. That's nice, kid. We have a lot invested in you. We're taking Panay Sewell. <laughs> I mean, round two, they could have had multiple receivers. You could have had it's Rondell Moore. You could have had any of these guys. It's you could have traded up and you got Elijah Moore. You could have had a receiver there. But really why do they one. even need, what? Like, like I have to think that Burrow just pounded this, the table. Like I, I want this my is guy. A Burrow pick. Which is stupid. That it's that stupid. made that's such a red flag for Burrow that he didn't say, "Hey, give me that big, huge tackle." Protect me. Give me a generational Hall of Famer tackle. This kid, Penay Sewell, is a Hall of Fame type talent. When all is said and done, you need to get those generational tackles. When Quentin Nelson was on the board in 2018, you you've seen our group chats. We've had Jet fans that wanted him over Sam Donald at the time. And you know what? Now it's the correct pick because he's a stud. Yep. You got to take the lineman. All right. So so Devonta Smith goes to the Eagles. They do did some uh some shrewd trading. They 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 traded with the Dolphins to move back and then they traded with I don't even know, with the Cowboys and they they're trading all over the place and they ended up at number 10 and they took Devonta Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner who looks like it's kind of a, a perfect spot for him. No? Yeah. Yeah. It's First off, I mean, as a Jeff fan, I love seeing the Giant fans get uh, screwed over on that trade because they were taking semi... From what I've read, they were taking Devonta Smith there. And, um, I mean, Jalen Hurts played with Devonta Smith in college. They're both at Bama. Yep. So the chemistry's there. I think he's got... I think he's got the potential. I mean, you're going to put him with... I think it's a good offense. He he's like a a well built version of the Sean Jackson. That's the comparison I heard all this the week from Eagle fans because I drive yep. down by Philly radio area and that's they're saying the Sean yep. Jackson. Okay, but well that that would be a disappointment to be honest with you, even though Deshaun Jackson's had a great career. He has, yeah. 
He's ju- he's he's become just a burner. But so the the Giants got disappointed, I guess, that they they didn't get their guy, so they traded down and they took Kadarius Tony, who's a guy I like a little bit uh, out of Florida. I think it's a I think it's a good fit for yeah. for the Giants. Same, same, very similar situation to what we talked about with the Jets, with uh, Wilson and Elijah mm-hmm. Moore. I, I think this is a good tandem with with, uh, with with Daniel Jones as well. So I think it'll work out. He's not getting too much respect. He's not being drafted in rookie drafts as if he's the number what four receiver overall. Yeah, and he shouldn't be. But I I I don't think that this is a mistake. Pick which everybody else was laughing about. I, I think it. I think it's going to work out. I'm pretty excited about what he could do, and I'm looking at the back end of of second rounds of rookie drafts. I, I'm pretty interested in, in in taking Kadarius Tony. I'm actually about to make my pick right now. Okay, let's do I'm it. Look, I'm looking at Des Fitzpatrick. Okay, number uh, Tennessee Titans outside AJ Brown. Johnu Smith left. Corey Davis left. Someone's going to catch those balls. All right, let's, let's get it. it. Let's do it. Okay, why not? All right, pick three or nine. Come on, Dan. I'm on deck again. Nice, good for you. <laughs> the The Baltimore Ravens took Rashad Bateman. Yeah, people are loving this. He's going as high as 108 in in rookie drafts. I'm just not in love with it. it it's what what is it? Is it is it just the volume of the passing game? It's the it's Lamar Jack. It's the Lamar Jackson offense. Marquise Brown last year was was hyped up all offseason. He's still good, but he wasn't what we thought he was going to be. And um, I think Bateman's going to have that exact same hype train. Yeah. I like Bateman as a prospect. I think if he landed anywhere else, I think if he landed in Green Bay, we'd be talking to him right now as wide receiver two or three. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with that. I, I think a lot of people are actually looking at it as a positive because – that's what you know. They've been saying the Ravens need a solid wide receiver for they do. all this time. And they do. They do. But is he going to get the volume? No. Nobody knows. It doesn't look good. Now, when we talk about volume, what do you think about Rondell Moore landing in Arizona? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. I mean, he might. He might see some uh, some time there, but I don't think he's going to be. I think he's like a wide receiver. Barbecue three, four at best right now. I, I think he's Probably a great four. he's a great dynasty buy though. Oh because yeah, hundred percent. Once once Fitz gets out of the way and everything, I think I think he's going to be a great slot. Mm-hmm. He'll fit he'll fit perfectly, man. You know I follow yeah, him pretty closely at Purdue. Hold. Stash and hold. Yeah, yeah, he's a stash and hold. He's he, I would I would rather have him. As as my my receiver in dynasty at the back end of the first round, then then Bateman. That, yeah, that, that's that's just me. But and again, I'm repeat. I like Bateman. I think he's a great prospect. But I think I think Baltimore's an interesting spot. I don't think he's going to produce as well as people think he's going to. Okay, all right. So I I don't really understand the pick of. Dwayne Eskridge. I don't know much about this guy to to Seattle. I got to do some homework on him. I just looked him up because I was on the clock and it was between him and Dez. I don't. I think he's he's more of a a kick returner. He's more of a back end guy. 
Yeah. I, I don't know what Seattle's doing, and I love every second of it because we have their first next year. So I really hope they lose every game. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. It, it just seems like the farthest thing from a need for them. No, yeah. They should have taken know. a tackle or something there. Yeah. All right. I, I can't disagree with that. One of my favorite favorite landing spots is Terrace Marshall Jr. Mm-hmm. I, love I, I love this guy. He's big. He's good on the outside. I, I think it's a good fit. Your boy Sam Darnold. I, I think there's yeah. going to be some good chemistry there. You got DJ Moore. I don't think on the long term that what's his name? Robbie Anderson is gone. Robbie next Anderson. Year. He's gone yeah, next I, year. I I think he's going to play out his contract and be out of there. Yeah, right on the wall. Yep, I think this guy's an awesome stash. He's going in the middle of the second round in rookie drafts. I, my two that you're not in are in. They're stuck in the first round, but he's my target. I got to get one share of this guy, man. Yeah, he's gonna be good. I'm all in on him, and and I'm gonna be looking for him in in redraft too. Uh, I'll take him late and stash and and pray. It's it's probably not gonna work, but you might see something like what you saw with Van Jefferson last year, where there was nothing in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. towards the end it started. He took over and basically w- was the number two receiver in, yeah. in the offense. He won't be he won't be drafted at all in redrafts. It will be an afterthought. But dynasty wise, he's a great pickup. Yep. I'm going to have some shares of him. I got to get a piece of that. You're missing a very important one. Who did I skip? Elijah Moore. Oh, we talked about him in the yeah, beginning. No. So I'm, I'm we, just we, very we excited about the pick. <laughs> I, so if, if you want to go there, I skipped Jalen Waddle too. <laughs> oh, this is true. This is true. Yeah, we don't need to talk about him twice. Um, I'm a big fan of Deami Brown from, from North Carolina. I watched a lot of North Carolina this year, so I'm a little familiar with him. Uh it, Again, it's going to be a, a situation you have to stash. He's not going to play much for a little while. Uh, yeah. he, he's definitely he's going in the second round of, of rookie drafts. That might be a little bit early mm-hmm. if if you need the immediate help. But if if you have a situation where you could stash him, he's somebody I'm really really interested in. The, the quarterback situation worries me there with him getting the volume. Yep. Um, I I know that we talked a little bit earlier about Nico Collins. Yeah, we did. Yep. He's somebody I, I I had drafted in a in a Devi league, so I I drafted him before he opted out from Michigan. You know, I, I'm I'm pretty interested in him, and I think it's a good landing spot. You agree? Yeah, I mean, outside of Brandon Cooks, he could definitely see a lot of target share there. Um, Houston's going to be a mess this year, and he's going to develop something. I think he's going to be a pretty decent ad. All right, awesome. Yeah, I I think he's a good stash. I wish he was going in the, into the third round of rookie drafts, but he seems to be sticking in the second. Yeah. I, I I think that he might be him and St. Brown, I think, are going to be the two that kind of get the flash in the beginning from all, all the late wide receivers mm-hmm. that have the role up front because, you, you know, the Texans, they don't have shit. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Like, like the whole team is bare. So I, I think there's a good chance that – He's gonna he's gonna be on the field on on week one, and I think I think St. Brown is also for the Lions gonna be on the field week one. Yeah. So there, there's they're gonna be the they're gonna be the guys that get hyped. They're gonna not get drafted, and then they're gonna be huge fab week one because oh, they're gonna, one. they're gonna, they're gonna Saint, do they're gonna do something. St. So. Brown and Collins week one are definitely gonna be my freaking waiver wire column. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I I, I don't doubt that at all. 
Uh, any other wide receivers we want to touch on before we talk about Kyle Pitts for a minute and then get out of here? <laughs> um, I know the Rams drafted Tutu Atwell. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I missed him. Okay. He, uh, they drafted Van Jefferson last year. I, I don't know. It's the Rams. They got Matt Stafford, though, so maybe he's got some kind of value at some point during the season. Not right away, but potentially. All right. Um. I I started to mention I'm on Ross St. Brown, mm-hmm. who whose brother Equinamius oh. is uh, also in the NFL. What's that? Well, uh, what we missed too. Um, Taylon Wallace, Baltimore. They drafted him as well. Yeah, that's that's true. I I don't know how the hell that's going to work out. He I was another guy. He was another guy before the season started that that was in the conversation to be a top five receiver, and it just didn't happen. He's not a bad around four flyer, but. Guys, see how that plays out. Yep. All right. Any any other receivers you're interested in? That's it. That's yeah, it. That's basically yeah. That that's basically drying up for me. A mm-hmm. little bit of interest in uh in, in Schwartz who went to Cleveland. That again, that's the same thing. It, it's it's going to be a, a a a a draft and hold and wait. Similar to yeah. me, you know how I I felt about uh James Prochet last year. Yeah, with Odo similar Be- similar situation. Odo Beckham's back too, so it's going to take a dent on his stock, but he definitely has some potential if someone goes down. Yep. All right. So the 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 tight end landscape. Kyle Pitts is. I I don't have to tell you about him. He's a generational talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's really not that much that we have to talk about. Uh, we we mentioned Hunter Long before to the Dolphins. Yep. He's a good stash. Uh, Friermuth is probably going to eventually be a number one, a, a, a tight end one, I a think. Baby Gronk. Yeah, and this, you know, who knows how, how long Big Ben's going to be around, but they always use the 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 tight end in the red zone in Pittsburgh. Yep. So I, I got I got I got to believe he's the the offense isn't going to change that much once Big Ben leaves and he's going to have big value. He's He'll probably end. even have some some touchdown equity this year. He's a tight end too this year. Yeah, I think right. so. Tight, at least touchdown wise, he's a tight end too. He'll have five or six touchdowns this year, give or take. All right. I don't think there's anybody else that you really want to get involved with the, um, from the tight the end's only perspective. T- do you? The only tight ends I see are Brevin Jordan for Houston. He might see a lot of target shares early on. He's kind of undersized for a tight end, but I think he's going to get some kind of looks. Yeah, I got to do some work on him because he was he was up there name-wise mm-hmm. uh, at, at, with, with Friermuth as the number two overall in this draft. Yeah. And it, it just... The, I, I don't know why he slid as much as he did. So. I, took, I took him in our rookie draft. Oh, you did? Yeah, I took him in one of, in one, one of my 10 third-round picks. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't know why he slid so much. I expected... There was there was some issue. I think it was a character issue, an interview issue. There was some kind of character flaw. I don't know. It's It should be what? an issue come game day. I don't know, man. What's the matter? He can't count to 10 or something like that? And then one more tight end I like. I was actually an undrafted rookie free agent. Uh, the Jets took Kenny Yeboah. Out of, I believe he's at Ole Miss, actually. Uh, he was a fifth, sixth round grade on paper, and he was undrafted. They gave him a huge signing bonus, and he signed. So that's somebody to keep in mind if Chris Herndon doesn't pan out. 
breaking news. Chris Herndon didn't pan out. <laughs> no, he didn't pan out. He did not pan out. Adam Gase, Adam Gase took him along with him. Yeah, he destroyed him. <laughs> destroyed it's everything a, he touched. It, it, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. All right, bro. Anything else with uh, rookie drafts or 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 NFL draft that you want to touch on before we get out of here? No. Uh, we will see as the summer goes on. Some of these names that we mentioned, the helium will be sky high. And uh, like Najee Harris, we'll always sneak in the first. You'll see Kyle Pitts, I guarantee you, will be a high, probably a high too by the time August uh, 31st hits. So see where the helium takes us on that. All right. Yeah. My my takeaway is I I think people are looking at uh, the draft order uh, a little bit too much when they're doing their rookie drafts right now. And they're Mm kind of. The ADP is kind of falling almost in line with the order that they were drafted. Yeah, and I, I, I think people aren't doing their homework to to really research landing spots so much mm-hmm. as they should. And yeah, you know, just because somebody was drafted, the 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 exceptions are basically uh, uh, Kadarius Tony is is not getting respected, but nobody ever respects the Giants. No, and, no. and uh, um. I think Hubbard is 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 moving up a little bit more than where his ADP lies as as well, which I believe is rightfully rightfully so. Yep. All right. All right. Well, we got a lot of exciting things going on at Stack Attack. I can't really reveal the big news, but Nick, next week for our podcast, you might want to shave. I don't know. Um, Wear a nice collared shirt. I'm Greek. Come on, that's like a. That's I, like a I, I don't know. All right, at least wash your face. And when we wear a button-down shirt, I'll get a we we tie. we might we might need to address the washing machine behind you. You don't like my my laundry detergent from Malibu? Come on. I I got no problem with it, but uh, that's all. I'm just saying that there Virtual might be background? a reason why we don't want to look Let's at your washing see. machine. Hold on a second. Let's see. Oh, here's a Golden Gate Bridge. Is that better? You're frozen. Oh, whoa, whoa. There you're, you you're liking some Jolly Green Giant shit right there. I oh. don't know what that was. Oh, Grass or something? space. Look at that. All right, oh, even better. Yeah, they, they can't see us yet, so. Oh. And I should change my name from Zoom to my, from my wife's name. That would help, too. We're, we're, we're going to have to work on that, but <laughs> don't, don't you worry about it. All right, guys, we're going to get the hell out of here. He's at and Mimi on Twitter. I'm at JTrello20. You're going to have to take a look at our Twitter this week because we do have a big announcement about Stack Attack. Once Andy gets back from uh, flirting with, with uh, Daisy Duck in, yeah. in Disney World, yeah, he, he'll be joining us back, and we got some big things going on next Wednesday night on the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Here we go, man. Let's get out of here. Nick, good job today. Trevor, take us out. Thanks for all you do, bro. Thank you.